Today is the 21st September 2020. Welcome to Walking the Way. My name, as always, is Ray. I want to say thank you to everyone for listening in as we continue to explore what it means to have a regular rhythm of worship together. If you are joining us for the very first time, thank you. Welcome. Each episode follows a really simple pattern. It's easy to pick up as we go along. It's a mixture of prayer, scripture, and music. But if you do need some help, don't forget you can click the download the script button in the episode notes below and you'll get a PDF to follow along with. We always start each leg of walking the way with our opening prayer. So let's pray, shall we? Loving God, as we come into your presence, we confess that love is still a mystery to us. But this is as it should be, for your love is not something under our control. It is like your spirit. It's a wind that blows where it will, an unseen power. It's like your righteousness and your justice, which rolls down like waters in an ever-flowing stream. Blow through us, roll through us, flow through us today, that your love in us might be perfected on the anvil of faith. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Romans 5 verse 7 Therefore, welcome one another as Christ has welcomed you for the glory of God. Well, I live in a part of the United Kingdom that has recently, as of today, had additional COVID-19 restrictions on it. They're not quite as severe as the first lockdown. We can still go to the pub. I can still go to the gym. We can still go to the shops. Basically, what they entail is that we can no longer do social visits unless they're in your social bubble and then only in if there are six of you. Confused? Me too. It doesn't seem certain, but it seems like that more restrictions are coming out for the UK as a whole nation today. There was a big announcement yesterday with all the, the scientists and today the Prime Minister is about to announce something. We're not sure what it is. The thing is, all of these restrictions on the face of it mean that we can no longer welcome people into our homes, into our lives. And these on the face of it seem to make a mockery of Paul's words in our verse today. How can we welcome people when we can't meet with them or socialise, as the government guidelines are so keen to point out? Well, Maybe it's time for us to think a little bit outside of the box. So let's start by what is a welcome. You know, the definition of a welcome is to greet someone warmly. It is something that gives pleasure or satisfaction. A welcome is something that is received with pleasure. So is a welcome just greeting greeting people at the door or letting people into your homes? How many other ways can we show Well, people that they're welcome. Cards, flowers, a box of muffins, a socially distanced hello, a letter. We ran a letter-writing campaign earlier this year on Walking the Way. Maybe we need started again. We are called to make others welcome as Jesus did. And I believe that actually at the end of it, A welcome is about showing others how special and precious they are. And it doesn't need to be in our homes. It doesn't need to be face-to-face. It could be a phone call. It could be flowers. It could be muffins. 
He gave me the hint. Muffins, muffins, muffins. Just use your imagination and trust in God's Spirit to guide you. We're going to have our first piece of music to give us some time to center our thoughts on God. And then we're going to get into our Bible reading today. And today we continue with Paul's first letter to the Thessalonians. Let's ask God to speak to us through the scriptures this morning, shall we? Heavenly Father, open our eyes to your words. Open our ears to your words. Open our hearts to your spirit. Speak to us today that we might hear and see your will for our lives. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Our Bible readings this week are taken from the English Standard Version, and today we're reading 1 Thessalonians 3. Therefore, when we could bear it no longer, we were willing to be left behind at Athens alone, and we sent Timothy, our brother and God's co-worker in the Gospel of Christ, to establish and exhort you in your faith, that no one be moved by these afflictions. For you yourselves know that we were destined for this. For when we were with you, we kept telling you beforehand that we were to suffer affliction, just as it has come to pass and just as you know. For this reason, when I could bear it no longer, I sent to learn about your faith for fear that somehow the tempter had tempted you and our labor would be in vain. 
But now that Timothy has come to us from you, and has brought us the good news of your faith, and love and reported that you always remember us kindly and long to see us, as we long to see you. For this reason, brothers, in all our distress and affliction we have been comforted about you through your faith. For now we live, if you are standing fast in the Lord. For what thanksgiving can we return to God for you, for all the joy that we feel for your sake before our God? As we pray most earnestly night and day that we may see you face to face and supply what is lacking in your faith. Now may our God and Father himself and our Lord Jesus direct our way to you. And may the Lord make you increase and abound in love for one another and for all as we do for you that he may establish your hearts blameless in holiness before our God and Father at the coming of our Lord Jesus with all his saints. We're going to have our second piece of music just to give us some time to think about the bits of scripture that have caught our attention. And after music, we're going to pray. Our prayer today is a modern reworking of the Psalm 137 by the Rivers of Babylon by a colleague of mine, the Reverend Becky Stennett, who is a minister in the Leeds area. Um, And it speaks very profoundly to the way that many people are feeling about church and the way people are feeling about life at the moment. Let's pray. By the closed doors of our buildings, there we sat down and wept. On the wood and glass we hang our building's closed signs. And with them we hung up 
so much of what we thought the church should be or do. How can we sing the Lord's song in a strangely changed land? How can we keep the patterns of our faith when the places we meet, the homes of our worship, the places we come to greet one another in love were out of bounds? How could we sing the song of love when we couldn't shake a hand? How deep in our discipleship when we couldn't meet as always planned? How could we be church when we couldn't be inside? How welcome people in when our doors can't open wide? How keep to our schedule of meetings and committees? How pastor to one another without the cakes and the teas? How could we sing the Lord's song in the middle of so many things changing? How still do church with all we know in all our lives is shifting, rearranging? We sat and we wept. Then slowly and crept sharing of pain, of fear, of confusion, and honesty and openness, some new sense of union, as together, while the pews and chairs and halls stayed empty. We realized there were things we could do, indeed plenty, and even more we saw what we kind of knew before, that church isn't something we do, it's something we are. It doesn't sit well for most of us yet, and the light at the end of the tunnel is too far off to get, but perhaps what we're learning is that the song we sing is no arbitrary thing, but the heart's deep yearning to show and share and live God's love, a song which endures regardless of restrictions from above, to know that at home we're not worshipping alone, that our buildings are familiar to us, but sometimes they limit us from acknowledging the Lord's song, the Lord's song that is woven through every moment of our living. How can we sing the Lord's song in a strangely changed land? Perhaps we start by taking God's hand, who has been singing the song over each of us, and in the hard times still trying to teach us. It's not what we do. The song is all we're called to be, by the God who put the song in you, and the song in me. We say together the prayer that Jesus taught his disciples. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us and remain with us now and forevermore. Go in peace to love and serve the Lord. You've been listening to Walking the Way. All the details for today's episode can be found in the show notes, including the scripture passages and credits for the press. If you want to partner with Walking the Way, if you'd like to donate towards the project, that would be amazing. We are looking at upgrading all our equipment, so any donations would be fantastic please head to www.givesendgo.com forward slash walking the way. And for more information, head to rayborrett.co.uk. You can find me on Twitter, Facebook or Instagram. Don't forget you can also listen to us on TuneIn and YouTube. My name is Ray, 
And so until next time, I'll be here waiting as we continue walking the way. Thank you.